0: cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com
1: yo it's 2021 y'all m and p we got a new show if you ain't got no money, take your broke dick home. Poodle. If you ain't got no money, wait, pass.
2: O M G. Netflix, we coming for you, Maddie,
1: Poodle. And special guests too. It's Bling Empire on Reality game. I'm drinking tea time. The rest of my days eating Doritos. This shows the closest we'll get to the glamorous. Out of that Oh, the glamorous. Oh, the, the glamorous. 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 Oh, the glamorous. Oh, the, the, the glamorous. Glamorous. Oh, the Eddie, who so are the these people?
2: Poodle. Boy, I'm so glad you asked. Oh, there's Dr. Gabe and his wife, Christine. Jamie is the fashion
1: queen. Kevin's got that bangin' bod, and Kimley is a DJ god. Kane's got Benjis by the tons, and dad sells bombs and guns. Ain't none of these kids going to worry about bills, and they're all in Beverly Hills. Oh, the glamorous. Oh, the flowers say, Oh, the glamorous. Oh, the say say, Oh, the glamorous. Oh, you guys. Okay. Um, Maddie and I are both kind of uh, Twitter-pated because sitting who's sitting in front of us
2: I can't breathe, I
1: can't is Kevin Kreider from Bling Empire. Say hello, hey
2: Kevin.
3: Hi, everyone. I love the intro. There we you, go,
1: y'all. This is
2: on video, and you're not going to see this shit um, because I look no.
3: terrible. But I did wear
2: concealer for this because I knew Kevin was going.
1: I look like garbage. <laughs>
2: you are even prettier on a fucking webcam. Like, oh, then you are right. on fucking Netflix. Your if skin you is know, perfect, and I kind
1: of hate it. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I, I am taking a new career as a webcam boy, so this is my first time. Only not you know I, this. I'm charging $2 a minute for this. You do know uh, this.
1: You need to start charging Bitcoin like me. <laughs> do, um, don't
2: tease Jake. We've we've honestly already both have talked about on the show of having
1: dreams about you.
2: It's so, been a problem. Yeah. Dude, we've I
1: have <laughs> uh, uh, I think you become uncomfortable really fast, so we're not going to go there. It was that leather
2: harness episode that kind of set uh, me over. Yeah. And, and I, let me just say you were yelling at me, suey, suey, you bitch. Uh, so that was my dream.
1: <laughs> I needed to excuse myself and into an interior room after so, that episode. Um, now that
2: that's out of the way, we had to, because I did, I, get, I got a little nervous because it's fucking Kevin from Bling Empire. I can't believe yeah. it.
1: Uh, Anyway, thanks for being here. How does it feel? uh, how How are you uh, responding to your new sex symbol status?
3: Well, or maybe it's it's not a new for you. (laughs) That's the weird thing. It's it's. uh, I feel the same. I still feel attractive and everything, and um, I'm sharing the same messages, but it's more like the response is different now. It's more like people are like, like, what? Wow! Like, oh my god, you are sexy, and it's like, uh, where have you been? That's the thing that I always get. They're like, where have you been my whole life? And I'm like, I've been, I'm 37. I've been around for a long time. Right. So, right. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I gotta tell you, it's it's it feels amazing that I can kind of be lead the way for Asian men right now, where they have somebody to look up to that yeah. doesn't have to do with martial arts or any type <laughs> of stereotypical Asian roles. And it's just neat. Like I, I, it's a totally a new dream and path. Can we get, can we just talk a little bit more about
1: that? You, you, cause we, uh, you have a Ted talk out there. That's kind of mm. where you probably <laughs> get got your first exposure on a, on a bigger stage. Uh, totally. Cause you had done that documentary, the ugly model, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and, but basically the Ted talk, you talked about how basically your, your kids in your class were, were calling you like, Bruce Lee, do you know karate? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And you were trying, you you just hoped,
3: you prayed to be white. Yeah. You prayed to be I- white Irish, as you said. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I def- it's weird when you're a little kid, you want to be everything but yourself. But this one really hit home because um, it was just really cruel. Like, kids are cruel when you really think yeah. about it. And the sports field is where it really hit me the hardest because it's like, if you were good on sports, which I don't know if you two have played sports before, but I just
1: <laughs> that's a no're to <laughs>
2: you're talking to two theater queens, so no
1: um uh I was good at I was good at when someone kicked the ball at me in soccer if I could return it poodle um, run. now
2: poodle was a clogger. He was a and clogger I was a in North Carolina, dancer. In South Carolina.
1: And I was good at running because I could run away from bullies. Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: so,
1: but other than that, we have no coordination. Uh, no, that that is that is a no that we're not sports involved. This one so tried playing. You t-ball. are, lucky.
3: You yeah, are yeah. lucky because the sports field is even more cruel. Like they yeah. if you're good at sports, the racism comes out even more. Yeah. And I'm talking about not just with white people. All races get racist towards all races. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it gets really, really, really cruel. And um, I wish I would have been in theater class now that I think about it because <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that. Uh, but it's, it's one of those. Accepting. They are, yeah. It's a lot more it's accepting much. the theater crowd. Well, and it's
2: like. even, you know, I was good at baseball and I quit it because, um, because I was gay. That's why I quit.
3: Oh, really? Because
2: I was gay and effeminate. You know, I have to say,
3: uh, you would I've have been a, a great catcher. <laughs> I
2: still am. Look at I am with the gay jokes. <laughs> <laughs> with the
1: gay jokes, <laughs> y'all. That? You find find your
2: position, my friend. Well, you know, you can always help me, Kevin. Um, <laughs> oh! I'm sure you can pitch. Um, but anyway, um, I I have to say, I've watched a lot of I've watched a lot of stuff about homophobia and otherness and things like that. I Your TED Talk, and I'm not just saying this because you're on our show. Your TED Talk was one of the most relatable things I've ever seen as a white gay man. And I felt yeah. so much of myself in your story. And the the way that you described this idea of the bully... The oppressed becoming the oppressor, the yeah. bully, the kid that is bullied, internalize mm-hmm. that. And then as soon as you get, we see this so much, as soon as you get one little bit of cachet or a leg to stand on where you feel like you're not going to be bottom of the barrel. We sadly, we use that because we're just trying to find a way to bully really everybody else it I mean, I got emotional watching it was such a good and we're going to put it in the show the show notes for people to watch it's such a i so i recommend not even just asian if you feel othered in the world whether yeah. you're fat you're gay you're you're too much whatever i i really encourage people to watch that because it was it was it was something to be said and then as an actor in la i feel like i've been saying this for so long with some of my friends that are asian actors but just like we've talked so much about Black, black, and black people in acting, and we had kind of the Latin with J Lo. We had Latin, but I'm like, I feel like the only Asian man I've ever seen that's popular is the guy from The Hangover, and it's mm. such a terrible stereotypical. Ken like, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it offended me, honestly.
1: Well, honestly, he, he. So I think good for speaking to that. He's leaning, he's leaned into that, and uh, and he's done. I think he he's kind of okay with being that kind of quirky now. You could ask if it's if it's like yellow face or whatever. Who knows? Uh, you you talked yeah. about in your TED talk about uh, Mickey Rooney,
3: um, uh, which I breakfast. mistakenly call him. Mick, Mickey, you called something him Mickey Rock. I wasn't going to bring yeah, that up, but um, I, yeah, my mistake. <laughs> you did, you yeah, did a Maddie.
2: You did a Maddie. I say names wrong all the time, and I correct him, and he um, corrects me. So you know what? Oh, he's job. kind of...
3: Don't do it with your boyfriend, Matt. That's it. You know, um,
2: Which, or unless he likes it, I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know if I <laughs> if I call him Kevin tonight. Hopefully, he's not upset
3: about. it Oh, please tell me how that goes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, what you were saying on the on the TED Talk is really interesting, and when we were talking, we talked to Margaret Cho about this too, and she said it's so great seeing, um, uh, and we this Asian, but not Asian, was talking about this where uh, Asian guys are are told to kind of yeah get build build up bulk up and work out you know get that you yeah, gotta be Fumi said
2: that's what he did he said he was always like working out and everything yeah. and I had no idea this was a thing like you talk a little and, bit like how that affected you as a Totally. Like this idea to like be, I guess, buff.
3: And I, I think that, I think I took that to the extreme. I, I got to a point where it was a little toxic for me. And I, I, I haven't really been able to talk about toxic masculinity that comes with it that much. But yeah. it got to a point where it was very toxic because it was like, oh, this is working for me. Yeah. Girls are looking at me different. Guys are looking at me different. Now guys want to look like me and, and girls want to fuck me. It's great. And guys want going to fuck me too. Like yeah. it was just different. <laughs> uh, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the extreme and then it got to a point where it was not good for my mental health and it was mm-hmm. not good for other people. Uh, it became toxic, like I was saying. So I came back a little bit um, and just got into a place where I'm like, I, I work out because I want to feel healthy and I want to yeah. look good. I don't need to look like a bodybuilder anymore or a superhero. It just—it got to a point where I got comfortable in my own skin now. Yeah, and I didn't have to like overcompensate.
1: It's—it's it's interesting. Once we start wearing someone else's clothes, uh, and we think we're going to be something different than ourselves because of that, yeah. it's never—it's never positive.
3: Yeah, it's I mean, always... I did it with Kane's clothes. I was still poor when I left that party. You know, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, so let's just talk about the show a little bit. Yeah. I know um, we just knew from just a little bit. We 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 talked to Suchin Pak. Uh, and of course, as the journalist, she's like, I did a little digging to see what happened, how the show kind of came, uh, came thing. And it, Christine and Anna kind of started with the idea of the show. And then I think they did the smartest thing possible is they found you as the center, as the viewer's way in because otherwise it's like how do we relate to people like Anna and Christine and even Kane yeah. for that extent because it's, the the wealth is is kind of unbelievable
3: yeah. um who approached you for the
2: show I'll oh, go ahead Well
3: I think I, I think that got happened on accident like Kelly Kelly was one of the first people I met here when I first moved to LA but it was before I moved to LA because she watched one of my videos on Asian masculinity and she's like, dude, you should come out here. Like the acting world's changing. I think you could really do well out here. And so I, I moved, not just because of that, but I was, I was living in Philadelphia at the time and I was yeah. stuck in my life and career. Oh, there's nothing so, there. Yeah, There was nothing there in entertainment. Right. And I was just like stuck. And like I said, and, and I moved out there and got introduced to some of her friends. Cause I didn't have any friends yet. Um, And somebody dropped out of their cast. And she's like, you know what, I think you'd be great for this. And it literally just happened out of nowhere. And I was like, holy shnikes. Like, this is unbelievable. Um, And I had no clue I was going to be the narrator of the show. They just said, you just kept showing up to events and talking and they were like we liked what you had to say and we think it was a good viewpoint they had no intention to go from that in the beginning that's
1: it's so interesting because you you when you get all this footage then the real creative part of reality television happens and and i guarantee you the show is much more compelling with you telling the story especially from your background um, as basically an Asian kid who was basically raised white, with uh, and then you coming into this very kind of like very international um, people mm. who lived abroad who weren't born here, and 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 they have all kinds of they have all everyone has a different growing up story as growing up yeah. Asian,
3: yeah. and that curiosity because I was never exposed to so many different Asian cultures at once, and yeah. how they celebrated here in America, and then in the wealth. Like that curiosity kept me like just honestly just being like how, how, why do you guys do this what's this all about yeah. like what uh, why why is the suit black you know why mm-hmm. is fishback fifteen thousand dollars like it still doesn't yeah makes sense to me so that was shit was I, like real for me
1: I, I called you young Kevin from Grover's Corners who had not experienced <laughs> asian life uh, in uh, but it was a great way in to yeah. uh, to be a show that can talk about all these things and you're asking so the viewer doesn't have to be the viewer doesn't have to be told and taught all this
3: right so right.
1: it's a, it was it's the smartest thing the producers did it was really uh, well. yeah. I would I would love to see the time during editing and they're all sitting there watching like Oh, it's him. He's the voice of it. He, you but, know, I, I write and I'm a, I'm a creator. I guarantee that those moments are so exciting.
2: Well, you're kind uh, of yeah, a star, really Kevin. You really are. Yeah. You
1: have a, you do have a star quality. You're kind of, oh, you're yeah. a star.
2: Actually, I oh, totally man. can see you on films and everything. So, really, I'm not just saying we're, we're that because so I'm going to think about it's you tonight and like, oh I orgasm.
1: No, um,
3: so. Let's oh, sorry. I heard orgasm. What you oh, I that? said
2: I'm not just saying that because I'll think about you when I orgasm with my boyfriend and I.
3: Oh, Okay, but I will <laughs> yell your name.
2: I'll still do that. Um, uh, I sorry. We talk about anything on this show, Kevin. Any, any penis pump is allowed. Um,
1: <laughs> penis pump gate.
2: Oh, which do we still know who was the owner of that penis pump?
3: We still don't. I I think it was Florons, and he just left it over just wrong. by accident. But then Kane thought it was mine. And I was like, "Kane, hey, since when did we ever talk about penis pumps or penis <laughs> sizes, period? Like, come on, man. She I mean,
2: Yeah, that was – it was – well, I'm glad you brought up Kane. So, like, talk a little bit about – were you and Kane friends before the show? If not, like – Very, very t-
3: shortly. Very oh. shortly. Like, literally, I got off the plane, met Kelly and McCain right away. That was really uh, yeah. it. And then – I love your friendship yeah, with him. Yeah. It seems no, really – Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, we, our friendship is so unique because, firstly, I never when I first met Kane, I was like, "This is your friend? You want me to meet?" Like he was all he's a lot. Like, yeah. like yeah, yeah, he had a, a lot. It was like red shoes that looked like ruby slippers that put Dorothy <laughs> to shame, and it's just like <laughs> what the heck? And I'm like, but we got along so well right away because I was like, okay, this I got a good feeling from him. He was like, I was like, he feels genuine and actually. Kinder than most of the, the people I imagine that. to be with, yeah. really wealthy. But to also find out he was cut off from a lot of that wealth, yeah. kind of, I think, humbled him. And then he got into Buddhism and spirituality. And I think that really made something we connected on.
1: He's got a lot of empathy, I think, too. Yeah. And I think totally. that more than a lot of the cast, uh, I mean, super Christine rare
3: is, for people, right?
1: Yeah. especially Especially if you're born with wealth.
3: Um, And and in LA,
2: I think definitely, I feel like where you're kind of the the curious mind of the show, and Kane's kind of the heart of it to us.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: Now, I will say, no Tino Shea, Kevin. I would never have y'all investigate anything from me because y'all are terrible
1: detectives. (laughs) (laughs) I think
2: think we, what we call you? What did I said? Oh, what was that show? uh, The Brothers that were, it was like an old 80s reference. Not Simon and Simon. Not Simon uh, and Simon, but that's what uh, we, but that poor man y'all accosted in the nail salon because you thought he was Kim's father. Like and you're like, tell us, yeah. tell us you her father. And you're going out
3: there.
1: And I'm like, leave him alone. I'm like, Let this man do this woman's pedicure.
3: Doesn't it feel like reverse stereotyping? Like, you're Asian and Vietnamese, you have to be the father. Yeah, a little. It, a I, little uh, bit, right? yeah, yeah, a little bit. But um, we, would, we were really going off of like, he was just lying about his name and stuff. Right. And it was just, I thought, I mean, I think that's what makes it funny. It's like, <laughs> We were so wrong.
2: Oh, it was hilarious! It was so hilarious. You know, I think I, it
3: turned out to be really, and they cut this out, but I think it was actually the brother. That's what it ended up being. Interesting, the brother of him. Um, yeah the the
1: the show that was when I said uh when I said so now the show is this version of Who Do You Think You Are with them going to Charleston. It was me just going, and because I'm always like I'm always crit- crit- critiquing the television. And how it's working, and I'm just like, "What is going on?" Uh, <laughs> Such a weird turn, right? <laughs> uh, especially if the, the last episode had been kind of heavy, and we were like, yeah. "Okay, I guess we're now we're off to Charleston," because actually I'm from South Carolina, so I know Charleston really well. It's a mm, great,
3: okay. city. great food. It's great. City. I don't know if you guys had got to we eat when you were eat. there. We yeah. got we got fatter while we were there. We <laughs> ate our emotions away too, because yeah. we we're like. Because literally, we got the news of uh, Kim's dad, and like we, the we stayed for an extra day to hang out before yeah. and try to get our mind together. Like, how are we going to do this? And we just ate our way through South Carolina: <laughs>
1: <gasps> shrimp and grits, shrimp and grits, I, really good seafood.
2: Yeah, I too, Kim. Had I really I love Kim. She really grew on
1: me. At first, I was like
2: I don't know, and then by the end of the Same. show, I
1: really love her. I think she's beautiful. She was too obnoxious for me, but yeah. I think in the beginning, I was I was not. Perfect. I, now I, now I, I'm kind of down with her.
2: I'm a fan, and but I I too well, and I want to talk about a couple things. First of all, I love her mom. I think her mom mm. needs to be in so much more of the season. Agreed. Like I love her mother so much. I think she's a star.
1: Right. Anyway. Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin
0: and the Canadian cities, love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy.
1: Have hope, have hope, keep going, Queens! Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale?
2: go to Kim. I mean, cause you kind of, again, it's like detectives who are going to hire a case that no one wanted them to hot to yeah. find, but y'all well, did
3: it anyway. I think what really got in my head was that production said, Kim really doesn't want us like to investigate further with the father. And right. we know she does not want you to go to South Carolina. <laughs> and so when I, when I heard that news, then I got more scared sharing the news uh, yeah. because I was like, wow, she really said like, she wants nothing to do with this. And you even think this is a bad idea. I was like, this must be a really bad idea. Well, who I mean, was,
2: was it more Kane or the production or you saying, we got to well, go it do was this? was me.
3: <laughs> I was like, well, also too, I'm thinking, what's the big deal? I mean, I've traveled to go see a girl before and I've never even met her yet, you know, to like, Whatever, and we're just gonna go see like a random person we haven't met yet. We're
1: just, we're just gonna go see someone's real father. Yeah. Um and do and and with parents, you know? I think I I think I said, so the the way it was gonna work when you showed up at Kim's house, like, yeah, hey, what? we were just dropping by from the airport. By yeah. the way,
3: your father's dead. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's 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 <laughs> I mean, that was hard. I I, I mean Was she upset do? at
2: all? Did we see was she at I mean, I know she, I would imagine if she knew she was on camera, she probably kicked the contain, but like uh, when the camera stopped rolling, was she upset? She was
3: more, is this real? Like, are you guys just doing this for production or is this real? And I I had to assure her, like, I was like, you can call me later if you want to, but it's, it's this, I'm sorry. Like, there's, I don't know what else to tell you. And. Literally, she called and, you know, Netflix does great with people like our cast and stuff. They had like a therapist and just say, like, you know, we're here to help you with loss. And they didn't film that But this is like for her. Um, And so it was just amazing to to be able to experience that with her, too, though. But I also think that made us much closer because I didn't really. Uh, i didn't really care for her that much until the until the uh, search for our parents i was like oh she's human you know she yeah. she has other stuff and like i understand with abandonment stuff why she acts the way she does you know and, like she's a little yeah. bit yeah. younger makes sense like you're kind of like this uh pitbull right that yeah. kind of my mom used to call me a pit bull. she's like you just get at people's necks and you just don't let go you know and it's just like you always have to just bulldoze through things and i was yeah. like yeah i see that in Kim. It's that. That's a also, great
1: description. It's, it's that kind of adopted kid mentality of yeah. I'm uh, that kind of like I don't know if I'm got a full anchor with mm-hmm. where I you know probably and I'm sure that's something you talked about on the show that you struggled with of not knowing if your parents wanted you totally. And yeah. every adopted kids like the first struggle they kind of have to and probably almost lifetime you know you have to yeah. learn to be okay with it or get an
3: answer. Yeah. It's really yeah. like, our, our best hope is that we just couldn't keep you. It was like, it was too hard of a yeah. financial struggle. We weren't doing well. We thought education in America would be better and family. That's what you want to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: unfortunately, most adoptees don't hear that. And I yeah. think for Kim, it was more like, she just wants to know an answer. Like, why didn't you yeah. come find me? You know. And I think she has yeah. it now, but it's still tough because you know, you saw on the show. Don't wait. Don't wait. Yeah. You don't get yeah, the closure. Well, wait.
2: and you I've done hypnotherapy, too, actually. So I totally subscribe and believe to it. Um, but when you did that hypnotherapy session, that's when I was like, because honestly, for the first show, I was like, OK, I like this Kevin guy. He's really hot. And I I would say to Jake, I was like, this guy's a really good actor. He's a really <laughs> good actor. And it kind of like thought a little bit like, is he acting a little bit in this? And then this hypnotherapy scene, I was like, "This is real. Like, this is real shit." People, I've been in a therapist chair. Like, the just even the sounds you were admitting broke my heart when you were crying. And but it was this beautiful catharsis because I thought it wasn't necessarily a happy ending of why your parents. Yeah. And I and I thought that was I went that's real because a lot of people have that, and I and I'm sure like what's
3: been the response from people. Right to that part of your story? I mean, like looking, it's hard for me to watch back on it because uh, when you're in that trance, like, you kind of know, Matt, that, like, you do remember stuff, but there's some but you part don't, yeah. you don't remember, Yeah, it's, it's kind of a
1: weird middle middle ground. Yeah, yeah so it, I don't remember. It's like when Jake's
2: being passed between four guys. He knows he's yeah. there somewhere, but he does not really <laughs> so I'm fully. kind of, like,
3: half
1: there, <laughs> and then I wake up, and I
3: realize what's happened. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah and fun. then, you know, you realize, uh, yeah. I, anyway, I, I know what you're <laughs> talking about. Uh, but I, it's more, I don't remember the birthday part but I remember like the feeling of just being at a different place when I was like three, that's when it started to get really real. Like I could feel everything and I remembered it. Um, And then yes, it wasn't the happiest answer, but I think to me, I wanted a happy answer. That's Mm -hmm. what I realized. Wow. I was like, wow, this shit really works because I wanted, I wanted to go in there with a happy answer of like, yeah, like father was a banker and, Uh, Just says, you know, we should just give this up because we don't want to have kids. We want to live like a YOLO life or something. And it's not the feeling I got when I was going back that far. And I never did regression therapy where you go back Mm -hmm. before that. Because like when she was explaining it to me before we even did the therapy. I mean, this was filmed, but it just didn't make the cut. But she was just explaining what it was like. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Like there's always that doubt. It's like I don't think this is gonna work. I've done hypnotherapy. What you know? I'm gonna be awake still. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. It feels it. it, It's like you said. Until you go through it, it's hard to describe. Because I thought I would be like out and not remember everything, but it's not. It's just. It's very. The only thing I can compare it to is like a very very deep meditation.
3: Yeah, and I'll tell you some of the conversation I had with Kane before. I was like. I get the feeling someone's going to surprise me and be in the room and then tell me I'm a dog or something for the rest of my life. And then I come out of here hypnotism, barking yeah. like a dog. I was like, is this what this is about? Because I'm not like, if you want to be there, cause he's like, i want to be there for it. You know? Um, no, no. I want to be and, there to give you a suggestion yeah, to be a dog. But He actually forgot. Cause I forgot to tell him, like I actually went through with it. Um, so he was just like, you did it. I was like, you didn't tell. I was like, yeah, uh, man I think I might have mixed like conversations but I was like yeah man I did this like we finally did it thank you for not being there um, right. I think it would have made me even more self conscious it's a very self conscious thing like yeah it's weird it's weird you don't know when it's almost like getting high you don't know when you get high you just are high all of a sudden yeah you don't you're you, all of a sudden you're like oh I'm
1: really fucking high right now yeah right. <laughs> That's there's no i'm almost high yeah. <laughs> um, you just go oh i'm high i'm high i'm really high right now yeah, exactly. um or it's like I, i'll never forget after like taking like eating some kind of like gummies and laying on the beach and going i'm tr- i'm fucking as off my balls right now <laughs> when you're sitting there and, and the expression of not being able to move and i'm like I can't, I'm so high right now oh, and you're trying to describe it. But anyway, we, so just to wrap up a little bit, we want to do a little game sure. and we're just going to say a cast member's mm-hmm. name. You just give, think of the first word that comes to your brain. Uh, uh, no judgment at all. Um, let's start with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: That's going to work. That works. <laughs> We called her
2: a human hanger. That's <laughs> yeah. all she would do is just the clothes.
1: <laughs> God bless. Um, Anna.
3: Oh, man. Boss. <laughs> just a boss.
1: Right? right. We,
3: we would say Goals.
1: how she leans oh. in and barely with talks up a whisper is the biggest boss
3: move in the world. <laughs> at, the, at every dinner party, we all... We, I wish they would show this. We're all like this, Liam, like, <laughs> when she talks. Every one of us.
1: There, Christine should have worried because with the, with Russian and Japanese parents, she could easily put a hit on her. Mm. I mean,
3: <laughs> in a second. Yeah. In a
1: second. Yeah. Um, Kane. Ah, uh, compassionate. That's
3: great. Uh, Christine, we just mentioned sassy. I <laughs> I seriously. I know some people don't like her on the show. I fuck, I, I as a person too, I just love her as like, she's so sassy to me and just so funny. Like every time we talk, we just laugh. Even if she's like, you don't mind my digs? And I was like, I think they're hilarious. <laughs> I've she got a,
2: seen as thirsty. what I do. she's a good mom, and I like that they show how like, because you kind of think of rich people not being super involved as parents, honestly, you feel like the kids are raised by the nanny and helicopter parent. and I love oh. and I kind of love that about her. So um um, she grew on me as well. She grew on me as well. Yeah, me too. And I feel like she and she throws a good party, definitely I, I definitely Go I love well. that sex part. By the way your old roommate is into some kinky shit or you got some really nasty leather shit. Like, don't put a blue... I hope you Clorox that because you know there was semen on that. Right, Kevin?
3: I did not Clorox anything before.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: go
3: take a bath right now. You'll never get that off of your skin. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that was a weird... Yeah. I never saw his stuff before. He just tells me about it. Yeah. Uh, Going back to, to Kelly...
1: Mm, confused. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say Andrew, but I'd rather even move on.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd move Just, on from that too. Yeah,
1: me too. Um. Uh. Kim.
3: Vixen. Oh, Vixen. I like that. Which
1: makes me
2: want to ask: Did you maybe do all? Of, I know you wanted to help, but did you want to help Kim so much? Fun, help get closer with her dad because maybe you wanted to win her over and bang her. I
3: had no interest, actually.
2: Okay, it was weird.
3: Okay. That moment you guys saw on TV, like, was actually the first moment I felt something for her that way. Interesting. That, okay. I, like, that's why, I, it's weird because it's, it's. I, I it, even watching myself, I was like, that's the Kevin when you're actually interested in someone. Not the oh. Kevin where you're, like, really laying it on. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested. Yeah. It's like, it's a different behavior. It's more calmer and yeah something
1: when you when you're trying to flirt it's too gamey and it's it, it'll
3: you'll you'll uh it's like on the edge of douchiness <laughs> yeah and i felt that way with kelly even though i was interested it was just more like oh well kim at that moment i was like i felt something and i knew it i didn't know what it was and then we talked we've been talking for like almost a year. I was like, Oh, I think I know what that was. That was yeah. that one shift where you're like, Oh, feelings are changing.
1: Right. It's, and also you could feel it because there's a two way street, not like with Kelly, mm-hmm. who was kind of like, so, so had so much going on at the time. There was All no right. way for her to engage, which is, <laughs> yeah. Um, And then Sheree and Jesse, I'll combine them.
3: <laughs> oh man. They're like emojis to me. They really are. <laughs> so sweet.
2: We love Jesse is so hot.
3: We, we feel are, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you still all the hot
1: limelight
2: because, but it's man, got a body. That is, yeah, yes. well, there's
1: something about him that, uh, that anyway, um, uh, so let's just wrapping this up. This has been absolutely lovely. What's really wonderful. what's just something, um, what is something that you're proud of with the show?
3: What I'm really proud of is the fact that it's a reality TV show and people walked away saying that they were a better person like literally i've had that so many times where people are like i've amended a relationship with my dad my parents i'm going i have the courage to go find my birth parents or just find other family members and they're like i'm so proud to be korean adopted finally and i never felt that way before until i watched the show and you were representing us in a positive way i'm like that's the first time I've heard that from almost any, I mean, forget that it's unscripted, right? Or a reality TV show. I've never heard that from TV shows that much. You know, I don't that's, watch. Yeah, I don't amazing. watch. Yeah, I've watched so many shows. I don't want I don't walk away from Ozark and be like, man, I'm such a better person after this show. Even though It's amazing.
1: Selling Sunset did make me want to be a real estate person. Mm. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. It's it's a terrible (laughs) piece of garbage. But (laughs) I watched every single episode.
2: Because we we have to watch this garbage. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah. Netflix reality shows, it's interesting. They're always gorgeously shot um and they and like we loved another one that's kind of your on your sister network is indian matchmaking which i don't know if you've seen it it's really incredible yeah and they they either they either do well or it's like selling sunset and it's garbage which but it's hot beautiful
3: messy garbage with glitter on it and yeah we we definitely didn't go like i mean look it's reality tv so you're going to have a little bit of cattiness and trashiness but it's yeah. very different you know than yeah. selling what's, Sunset and seven.
1: And so what's next for you tell us tell us what's upcoming
3: yeah well i mean getting we're hoping, out of corona <laughs> yeah well we're hoping there's a season two because yeah. um you know him and i i think we have some unanswered business
1: <laughs> i agree
3: um, and also too i've just been doing a lot more advocating and just writing um i'd love to I, there's just so much more interest in Asian American and Korean adopted stories that I'd love to tell. So I've been doing a lot more writing and pairing up with people to bring those stories to light. I love that. Well, yeah, and I think great.
2: that's a good point. So just in talking to other podcasters too, that like, um, you know, I think uh, it's, there's so many, I hope, especially white Americans that are, aren't educated watching the show sees that Asian is not one thing. Asian is yeah, such, it's not a it's such a, Yes. Right. And so uh, I like that in the show, too. There's different. There's Chinese-American stories, right. there's Korean-American. And so
3: and bringing that out. So totally. And, you know, I've been writing a lot of my memoir. Um, I feel like it's kind of feeling more completed now, even though cool. I'm young. It's just more of a purpose, like just finding my place in the world with these stories. And and so, like, I just want to bring all of that to fruition somehow. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's going to take a little bit of time, obviously, but it's just uh, it's what's next. Let's, well, tell I, I just have to say one more thing.
1: I mm-hmm. just have to say that I only wanted to bang your body before, and now I want to bang all of you. <laughs> it's too. I all sometimes right. I think
2: you, play, you might play a little, little dumber on this show than you are, Kevin. I think maybe no, it's you
1: smart. You're you're, you're very because you're a
2: smart I like, guy.
3: I love being dumb. I mean, I have a dumb side to me. I like that. I am too.
2: I am too. I am too all the time. <laughs>
1: uh, at least three or four of them, but that's
3: okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, well kevin you are always welcome on our show always we (laughs) still we still we say it before we still dream of a a, you and kane interview because i'm telling you uh, uh, kevin and kane the road show of y'all traveling the world doing stupid stuff and i would watch that that. all day i love you both together so much no we
3: would Um, love that too traveling together that'd be so much fun
2: where can people find you
3: uh, you can find me on Netflix, obviously, but also <laughs> Instagram at Kevin Kreider and same same with TikTok. Great. Great. Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you, too. This was Hopefully so there's this is a second season. Oh, all right. right. So, too.
1: Thanks yeah. so much.
3: Bye. Fun, guys. Oh,
1: the flowers, the flowers, say all the glamorous. Oh, the glamorous, glamorous. all oh, the glamorous. Oh, the close it, close it Yo, how can I get Kevin to fuck me Anytime I want, I'm boom, boom. I want to beg for it day and night Kevin, Oh, wow, 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 wow One, two, three, four, yeah
2: Yeah, gonna get it done, Kevin, get in
3: here That's what daddy wants